0: Thank you. Welcome back to The Lubin Link, a podcast by the Lubin School of Business where we talk to former Lubin students who mastered business school and are now mastering the business world and beyond. I'm Sophia Paracone, the Assistant Director of Digital and Social Content for the Lubin School of Business and your host for today's episode of The Lubin Link. On this episode, we're joined by Emma Wani, an Assistant Shooter and Editor at Madison Square Garden, who graduated from Lubin in May, 2023, with her degree in arts and entertainment management. During her time at Lubin, Emma was involved with AEM's The Industry Network Club and interned at MSG before being offered an outstanding full-time opportunity with the venue. In this episode, Emma shares how she turned her dreams into reality, how our arts and entertainment management program set her up for success, and her favorite artist to photograph so far. Thank you so much for being our December podcast guest. I appreciate you joining our Lubin Link episode today. Of course. This is so exciting. Yeah. Okay. So first question, talk about your life before you came to Lubin. Where are you from? Where did you grow up? Just tell us about yourself. I'm from Massachusetts. I grew up on Cape Cod.
1: I grew up in a very musical family. Um, I feel like since I was two or three my parents were like you're playing an instrument so I you know tried out all the different options um I ended up playing violin um I was a theater kid in high school um I performed on stage and I did a lot of backstage work as well which I enjoyed a lot um and that also kind of like flooded into being at pace I worked backstage for PBA for a little bit at pace I, I was the president of the drama club also my senior year of high school, which oh, wow. was a great leadership role to have. Mm-hmm. Um, not not specifically because I was a good actress or anything. <laughs> it was really just like handle the business side of stuff, which was a really great experience.
0: So you mentioned your parents were like, you're you're going to play an instrument. Was that something you were open to? Were you always interested in that? Or was this like, okay, I'm going to do this because they want me to. And did you just fall in love with it? after that yeah yeah
1: absolutely I I always wanted to of course like seeing my mom she's a pianist so seeing how amazing she is um I'm like I want to do that too I tried piano didn't quite work out (laughs) (laughs) um so like I said I ended up sticking with the violin um yeah my dad plays guitar my brother plays the bass and piano so It was, yeah, it was great. We would always, every once in a while, the four of us would like get together and perform at some like community thing. And it was, it was always huh. such a blast for like the, the Wani
0: quartet or whatever you call it. <laughs> That's so sweet. I bet that like you have a lot of nice childhood memories of that, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was really great. And then you mentioned you were the president of the drama club your senior year of high school. And you kind of said it was, it was great to understand the business. And then obviously, you came to Lubin for the arts and entertainment management program. How was that transition from being the president of that club, kind of starting to learn a bit about the business and then coming into school here for this program?
1: It was was a wild change. It was very like being in high school, it's very just theater focused, obviously. Um, And then coming to Lubin, I wanted to explore more of the concert side to things. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd also worked at a concert venue back home. Um, So that's where I knew where I wanted to work in that kind of live entertainment aspect. Um, But yeah, very Um, Mm eye-opening. The arts entertainment program is very, um, it's very wide spectrum of things that you learn within the entertainment industry. So including theater and concerts, but also like artist management, just at a very wide scale. So it was amazing being able to see all the different side of things in that aspect
0: as well. And what made you choose the arts entertainment management program at Lubin specifically over maybe another school. I knew that I specifically
1: wanted arts and entertainment management. Every time I was searching for colleges, those were my keywords. And there were very few schools that specifically had a, um, so I toured a bunch of schools. Like they had arts administration, stuff like that, but it wasn't quite what I was looking for. Um, and Pace, you know, it's in New York City, like what better place to be for working in the entertainment industry? I know we hear it all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it really, it just felt right to be in New York and doing AEM here. Yeah, um, And I love the campus. I love the school as well. So it was, it was easily my top choice.
0: I think we were one of the first schools to actually offer specifically arts and entertainment management. And obviously we have the master's program and they just launched an an MBA in arts yes. and entertainment management, which is pretty cool. So if you it ever want to take it a step further, although you're clearly soaring <laughs> right now, you're doing incredible, but you know, if anyone listening wants to take it even further, you do have the MBA option now, which is probably one of the first of its kind as well.
1: Yeah. It's, I think it's amazing that they're offering that now.
0: Kind of turning towards your life on campus when you were a student here, you were part of the industry network. Mm-hmm. Um, which is obviously a great club. Every time I see, I, I just feel like the arts and entertainment management students in general are so close and then they have this club to even bring them closer together, which is great. So how did that club and other on-campus clubs shape your experience at PACE? Just being a part of clubs in general, um, it really shows you how much time
1: dedication it takes to not only build a community, but also put on live events. Like especially for AEM, a lot of what we do is um, event management. So actually being able to put those on-campus events on, it is just very eye-opening. <laughs> it takes a lot of balance and planning and thoughtfulness to be able to put everything together and hold a really nice event.
0: I bet, yeah.
1: And something that's also great about Pace and specifically like our clubs as well is that we do a lot of collaborations. So we would collab with PMG a lot, um, some of the international clubs as well for like holiday events. And it's just always great because even though if those clubs aren't necessarily Lubin specifically, mm-hmm. um, it's just great to get all the students together and all just have a good time and throw a fun event together.
0: Definitely, especially because, I mean, I did my undergrad at Pace. So I get, you know, being on a city campus, sometimes it's tough to meet people, but I mean, it's it's great to get everyone together through events, and I really think joining clubs can make a difference in your experience at Pace. Like, if I ever hear stories of students saying, it's so tough to make friends on a city campus, I always encourage them to join clubs because there truly is something for everyone on this campus.
1: Absolutely. For a little while, I think it was my first two years of school, I was the secretary of the Study Abroad Club as well. Oh. Not that I necessarily had a passion for traveling or studying <laughs> abroad. It just kind of happened to be that way. Um, but it was great. I got to meet a bunch of other people who are like international students or also just, just passionate about traveling in general, just see that whole other side. Um,
0: so that was also super fun. So when you were working with um, the Industry Network, and doing events, do you have an event that sticks out to you as like one of your favorite or what you felt like was the most successful or just what event you had the most fun at?
1: The first one that comes to mind is we we held a karaoke event, oh. which was super fun. Um, I think it was my senior year, my last semester senior year. Um, I'm pretty sure that was one of the biggest turnouts that we had had in a while. We're just like gathering people out in the hallways mm-hmm. to come in. We're like, we have free food. Come <laughs> sing karaoke. Yeah, that's- definitely. that. We do a lot of um, informational sessions as well. Um, we brought in a few guests to come speak. Um, one of the events, we had a bunch of Pace students who are either currently on Broadway or were on Broadway before. Oh, wow. um, yeah, they had come and they spoke about their experience
0: and that was really interesting too. Yeah, that's great. That, I mean, I think Pace is like one of the schools with like the most students on Broadway or something. It's like Whoa. some crazy st- statistic, but it, it, I feel like it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. That's really cool. <laughs> and then while you were a student, you also worked as a production and photography student as- associate at Madison Square Garden. How did you hear about that opportunity? And were you like immediately sold when you saw it come up? Did you just know you had to go for it?
1: I I heard about it my freshman year. It was actually through a information session at PACE. Uh Um, The student associate recruiters came to like speak about the program and provide some info about MSG. Um, I just remember being so intrigued by it and I could not wait to apply. And then towards the end of the presentation, they were like, oh, you have to be a junior, at least a junior to apply. Then I was devastated. (laughs) (laughs) but I always kept it in the back of my mind. I remember keeping, I had the like printout cards with the like QR code to apply. I like pinned that in my dorm room just so I, I was always looking at it, like always striving towards that. You're
0: manifesting.
1: Um, I was manifesting. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, it just the whole experience of it all. I was like, I need to work here. Like this is my dream job.
0: So you you had your eye on it from like the beginning and then I'm guessing junior year is when you officially stepped into it.
1: Yes. I So I think I applied my junior year for the business season, which is like the, like the both semesters. So it's fall and spring semester. So the whole school year. Um, and I did not get it that time. I remember they interviewed me for like a financial role, which is not my forte, <laughs> um, but I reapplied for the summer program in was 2022. Yes. In 2022. Um, and that's when I first got it. That was a I wasn't at photography yet. It was more of a production coordinating student associate sort of role. Um And then during my time there, it was in the photo and video department. And during my time there, I had expressed interest to our photographers, just that I've always been wanting to learn photography. Um, and I was just really interested in what they were doing too. And they kind of took me under their wing and oh. taught me the ups and downs of a camera and brought me to some concerts just to shoot for fun.. Um, and then probably about halfway through the summer, our lead photographer told me that he was opening up a photography intern
0: position and asked if I wanted to fill that role for the next business season. And that was it. <laughs> wow. That must have felt so good to, you know, well, first of all, as an intern, you kind of went out of your way to express interest in like something else and, and the opportunity kind of presented itself to you, which I'm sure felt incredible. Yeah, it was very,
1: it was great to feel that they trusted me so much to continue on even in a
0: completely different role and like something that I had just started learning about as well. Wow. And they, I mean, obviously they saw something in you and like saw your skills, which kind of leads me to my next question is, so now you're an assistant shooter and editor at Madison Square Garden. Mm -hmm. Did they just like offer you the job when it came time to graduation or kind of talk about how your internship led into your current role?
1: In a way, I feel very, very lucky. I feel like a lot of this was just timing as well. Um, Like this photography student associate role, like opening up just right at this right time. And then by the time I was graduating, kind of the same thing, they just happened to be looking for, or they just happened to be looking to hire another full-time photographer. And so I talked with my manager about it, expressed my interest
0: um, and here we are now. I think if for anyone listening, like if you're ever hesitant to go after something or you're afraid to talk to like a manager about an opportunity, this is a sign to do it because you did it twice and it worked out for you. Like you got the internship and then you got a job out of it. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. Good for you for going after what you want. It's not always easy and sometimes it's scary, but clearly you're killing it. So thank you Amazing. yeah never, never doubt
1: yourself you got this Just put yourself yeah. out there you never yeah. know what'll happen
0: so true and so I'm I'm very interested to hear this next part but what does a day in your life look like what are you constantly doing I see it on Instagram like I said before we started recording I see you do the coolest thing so tell everyone what a day in your life looks like and what you do oh man um it's always changing
1: always something new going on um Let's see. Well, it is a full-time job. So I am in the office pretty much five days a week, like nine to five, 10 to six, whatever it might be. Um, And then on top of that, working shows every once in a while, late nights, either at the garden in the arena, or we have other venues in New York City. Like we own Radio City Music Hall, the Beacon Theater, the theater at MSG, Um, So kind of constantly running around to those venues, too, if there's anything happening there Um, during sports seasons. Sometimes I get to work Knicks and Rangers games Um, when I was a student associate. I would edit Knicks games a lot. So I was always up on the chase bridge watching the game while I was editing away, trying to get photos back to social as fast as I could. Right now it's Rockettes season. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're doing a lot of work with the Rockettes promoting their show, um, doing a lot of behind the scenes work with them as well. There's other small events happening, either corporate events happening within the building or outside the building. We'll be there just to get some footage of it. Um, We have a really great foundation, the Garden of Dreams Foundation. They do a lot of charity work. And those are probably my favorite events to work at. I'm not going to lie. They're always Mm -hmm. so wholesome. And sometimes there's little kitties running around and they're so cute. Um, So yeah, it's just, it's great. We're always there to cover for internal and external purposes as well. So again, always changing, always something new. Sometimes things pop up like the day of. So you never really know what you're getting yourself into when you come to work.
0: That's cool. You have such a variety because obviously what I see from your Instagram is like really cool concerts and all that stuff, but it's cool to know, you know, there's internal stuff happening as well. And you mentioned that you, you love those sort of charity events and Mm -hmm. all of that. So that's, I bet that's also really, really interesting and I'm sure it helps break it up a bit.
1: It's great to do those all the time because that's not, not always having late nights. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I bet that's nice too. Um, How has your business degree helped you in this industry? Is there anything you took away from our arts and entertainment management program that you really carry with you now? I think, like I said a little bit before in the interview, just
1: this program in general is really broad, but in the best way possible. Um, You can really apply what you learn in your management classes to whatever your passion might be. Um, like even if like you're working on the marketing side or like the creative side, because of your classes, you also understand the finance, like what the financial team is up to or what artist management is up to um, just day to day. So having the background of each moving part is just, it's very beneficial. Um, but also I will say there really is nothing like immersing yourself in the industry. So just getting out there, putting yourself right in it, it, it puts everything that you've learned in your management, in your Lubin classes and just it makes it all so much clearer. Kind of like also running a club, that's immersing yourself into those experiences, into those events, um, understanding what you've learned and management 150
0: into event planning. I mean, experience is everything, immersing yourself just into anything you can is so important. Do you feel like having this degree behind you and the experiences you got from your Lubin classes in this program set you apart in the hiring process? Because this degree is so unique in the sense that you get a little bit of finance knowledge, you get, you know, management knowledge about event planning and all of that stuff. So do you feel like having that in your back pocket sent you apart in the hiring process?
1: Yeah, actually, absolutely. I think on my resume, you know, you put that little like like other skills part portion at the bottom where you could put like class projects and all that. I think having those experiences, um, like I put like like you have to take business law in Lubin or or entertainment management, like just having that down there, also like any financial projects that you have or accounting projects, um, especially event planning projects. Um I feel like having those on the bottom of your resume and like even getting the opportunity to talk about them more in depth during interviews, it's very, um, not shocking for the interviewers, but it's, I feel like it is rare to be able to say I've had experience in all these different sides of the industry. So you've shot some pretty iconic artists. Who has been your favorite to shoot so far? That is such a tough question. (laughs) Um, More recently, I've had the opportunity to do more like backstage portraits with artists. I think just a few months ago, I shot Hosier at the garden. Yeah, that was pretty incredible. We did a little backstage elevator shot. Um, Same with John Legend at the Beacon Theater.
0: That's a big one.
1: Iconic. (laughs) But I think overall, I'm just a huge Doa Khan fan. And so I've been able to shoot his show twice. And I also did portraits with him the first time. So that, that was definitely my favorite.
0: These are some big names. Do you feel like you ever have to like pinch yourself and be like, I can't believe this is real? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm like, oh, deep breaths, stay calm, be professional. <laughs> did you ever think this is a, like, I mean, you're rubbing shoulders with, like I said, big people. Did you ever think this is where you would be like, six months out from graduation? No,
1: not at all. I When I was in school, I had my mind set on doing more venue management, like the, the behind the scenes, more like booking the shows, get, getting the stage ready, figuring out all the details, actually putting on the show. So not necessarily interacting with artists or anything like that. But obviously this is incredible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this has been such an amazing experience. And it's just, it's also great for like getting your name out there too and meeting artists and like emailing back and forth with their management team sometimes. So
0: yeah, it's it's just been incredible. Do you have a dream artist or event you want to shoot? Like, is there someone you're just like, oh, I'm dying to shoot this person or I should say photograph because it kind of (laughs) sounds out of context. This could be horrible, but do you have a dream artist or event you want to photograph?
1: I, I love Greta Van Fleet, and I saw their concert when they were at MSG, but I would love to photograph them. Well, tonight, I'm actually, I'm going to Jingle Ball. I'm not shooting, <laughs> but I managed to wiggle my way in to edit photos, so that'll be super fun. That's fun.
0: Yeah. Is, it, is it a good lineup, or is there anyone in particular you're excited to see? It is a good lineup. I'm excited to
1: see SZA. And oh. also, I'm not going to lie, big time rush. That,
0: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's great. That's so exciting. Yeah. Uh, so you grow, you grew up dancing, playing the violin, performing, as we mentioned, as you spoke about in the beginning of the podcast. So you're you're sort of working in an industry where you have passions as well. What is that experience like, and how can current Lubin students maybe use their business degree with their passions? Like, I obviously it's not always possible or so easy to incorporate your passions with your nine to five. But do you have any? words of advice for students that really want to find a way to combine the two.
1: If there's something that you love so much and that you're really passionate about, there's always going to be a business aspect to it behind the scenes. So kind of like I've been saying, like just the best thing that you can do is just jump into it. Like find your passion, put your all into it. And I know it's hard with school and jobs and all that, but just really taking the time to make that your whole life if you can um and also now is definitely the time to do it while you're in school take all the opportunities that you can um throw yourself in learn about the business side of it you know go to youtube even if you need help yeah. If you're not getting what you need in the classes go to youtube just see what people are doing in the business side um Specifically photography as well, if anybody listening is into photography, um, just get a camera, start shooting. There's lots of opportunities to go shoot small shows in New York. I know there's a lot of small bands that are looking for coverage. You can just go have fun with it. No, no pressure. Um, yeah, there, there's always something out there. Again, just really find what
0: you want to do and just make it your all. And you mentioned no pressure, just kind of go for it. And I I think maybe a good way to look at it is, you know, if you're just go shoot a small band, if anything, just think of it as like, you're listening to music for the night and you happen to have your camera there that might help take the pressure off. Yeah, absolutely. Now, looking back, if you could tell yourself one thing during your first year at the Lubin School of Business, what would you tell yourself? Do your homework. <laughs> um
1: i know there's not always time to do readings and case studies and all that and but and i did but do it ahead of time (laughs) so do not wait for the last minute definitely you know things can get kind of hectic like i said school and jobs and passions hobbies but obviously school always does come first and doing those readings and case studies do help even (laughs) though they're tedious um yeah also Keep, keep your Lubin friends close or just keep your Pace friends close. Um, mm-hmm. You never know. Everybody in Lubin does something different. Um, everyone is so hardworking and passionate um, and you never know if they're going to be your future coworkers or even your future business partners. So keep good relationships with your friends even after graduation.
0: And that does it for this episode of The Lubin Link. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to connect with Emma on social media or see her photography, you can find additional information in the description of this episode. Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode of The Lubin Link.